It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. Welcome to Sharks Ice at San Jose. San Jose Sharks are warming up right now in the morning skate as they get set to begin a seven-game homestand, the season-high homestand that we've been anticipating all season long. And it's the Buffalo Sabres in town for Black History Month night at SAP Center. Drew, the Sharks are coming off the most disappointing loss of the year, and it's hard to calculate how disappointing it was when they had the lead the 11th time this year they've had a third-period lead, a simple face-off loss, a lost sort-out, and the puck's in the back of the net. How do you recover from it? you got no choice. Welcome to the land. You don't have a choice. It's actually a very freeing place to be. You know, I used to tell my kids that when they were in their situation where they were complaining about homework or complaining about this, complaining about that, I used to say, welcome to the land of you don't have a choice. It's a very, very liberating place because you don't have a choice. You move on, you move forward. With this team, though it is frustrating for the coaching staff because this is now too many times this has happened. So from a coaching staff point of view, you know, David Quinn was very, very direct after the game in Vegas. But it's, some, it's not a speech he hasn't given before. But he said in 30 years, he has not experienced this with a hockey club. So you would hope that one of these days they catch on. But again, you don't dwell on it. I, I would say you learn the lessons, but this team hasn't. So you don't dwell on it and you focus on Buffalo. Well, what it reminds me of is is a dog that sees a skunk, and no matter how many times it gets sprayed, it tries to go after it again. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's not a bad way to it's not a bad way to, to look at it. I would I would say that. I said, but I need a little tomato juice. I've, I've seen. Uh, does that work? Say, that they say it does. Wise, yeah. Is that right? It's still wise tail. I didn't know if that works, but uh, I I think the one thing though, but if you if you are if you are walking that dog, you know it's your responsibility as well. To have it on a leash. You have it on a leash and make sure that you tug on that leash when you have to, and that's what coaches do. Well, to use another analogy that I've been thinking about, it's like you have a bunch of kids going out into a thicket that has all dry brush and you have, you want to play with matches. That's kind of what they were doing in the game. Playing with fire, we used that phrase a number of times during the broadcast, and unfortunately, four turnovers on the tying goal to me was the, was the point where it turned it around. Yeah, that's what... That's what uh... There's that TV timeout that we, you and I talked about on the on the air that David Quinn brought the team in, and he was more than uh, demonstrative. He could see it coming. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's I mean, you've got to as much as we say you got to play by instinct, you still have to be able to think the game, be situationally aware. So tonight's game against the Buffalo Sabers, you know, you can't play the type of game you played against um, Vegas. There was just Vegas was just all over them. The, the disappointing thing about the Vegas loss was that Capo Kakadin put in his best game that he had all season long. I think it was his best game as a Shark. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
and he didn't. Uh, the guys didn't. The guys didn't repay him. The guys didn't pay him for it. So uh, hopefully tonight they'll, they'll be able to against the Buffalo Sabers, who are a very good team. They'll be able to uh, generate a point or two in the uh, at the tank and help their goalie out. Also help their home record out. They've got five wins at home this season. And believe it or not, this is amazing. If they win the game tonight, they're 500 at home against the Atlantic Division, which I think is a really good division. Buffalo Sabres are coming off a 7-3 win at the Honda Center. Don't read too much into that because Anaheim is really struggling. But seven players for the Sabres had multi-point games in that contest. Eric Comrie only had to make 19 saves in goal to get the win. And so Buffalo ends a four-game winless streak with that victory. They are 5-2 and two against the Pacific Division on the road, which means that uh, they certainly like playing these teams out west and enjoy the uh, time away from the snow in Buffalo, and that's something <laughs> that they're going to have. But I'm really focusing on that balance that they've had in their scoring, Drew, because to me it's not just Tage Thompson. You know, it's not just Jeff Skinner. They've got five or six guys that can really go, including the players who were great in the 6-3 win against the Sharks back on December the 4th. You know, remember the Sharks were that second game of back-to-backs. Buffalo didn't play. Uh, You know, they lost to Ottawa the night before the Sharks did. And uh, in that particular contest, Dylan Cousins and Jack Quinn really showed me a lot for young players. These are the kinds of young players that you get excited about in the NHL. Tage Thompson being a third one. So fans that are coming to this game should check out the Sabres because they're a team that's fighting for a playoff spot. They are a, a fun team to watch. They attack. They are physical. They are a team that uh, can score, and like you said, it has balance. Really good down the middle. Outstandingly coached. Um, you know, another guy I really enjoy watching, especially this year, who's really changed his game is Rasmus Dallin. He has become a, a guy who's just a... He's got all the tools as a very good defenseman, but he's now so much more physical than he's ever been. Remember the hit on Matt Nieto yes. in the game in, against San Jose? Yeah, absolutely. And, and he is a guy who can go to the body... But this year, he's really picked it up. It's a, it's, he's, he's a tough guy to play against. This is a very good very good hockey team. But to me, when you're watching a guy like Tage Thompson, it's it's amazing. The size that he is, six foot six, the way he moves and can skate, how good his hands are in tight. It's incredible how good this guy is. And, and you know, the, the, the Tage Thompson trade is still just, you look at it and just go, Whoever was doing your scouting, give them a bonus to pick that kid up the way they did. Well, that's for sure because, I mean, he was a highly regarded player, but nobody saw the intangibles in St. Louis, apparently, to allow him to go. I know you give up a lot to get something that you want, and eventually the Blues did win the Stanley Cup, of course, at least once. Yeah. But but still, I, I think that, you know... He, by the way, speaking of all that, Ryan O'Reilly, who was acquired from Buffalo, just got traded yesterday in a three-way deal. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I, Ryan O'Reilly is a Stanley Cup champion. He is a Conn Smythe winner. He is a Selkie winner. He is one of the best face-off guys in the National Hockey League. He has got a ton of miles on him. Uh, didn't, has, was not having a good year statistically this year. He struggled from the get-go. A little bit injured. Like I said, those miles catching up. But as far as that intangible goes about having that you-know-what in his game and having edge and grit and being great defensively, the Toronto Maple Leafs picked up a guy who will help them for sure, especially help their highly skilled players. 
Although what he brings is not what the Maple Leafs lack, in my opinion. What do they lack? Goaltending. And what's the problem there? You got to have a guy who can win a series for you. I'm not, a, you know, I'm not a goaltending expert, but I know that if you look at around the league, the other two teams that they're going to be battling against, the Boston Bruins and the Tampa Bay Lightning, have goalies that can steal a series. I'm not sure Toronto's game. Well, they're kind of gambling on, you know, on Samsonov to be able to do that. But the Washington Capitals certainly didn't think that he was good enough to keep. And they ended up with Darcy Kemper. But it's going to be a fascinating run to the finish for Toronto because they're facing disaster again in the first round if they lose. And the team that they're going to play probably is Tampa. I don't think, you know, it's setting up that it's going to be a rematch of last year's first round series. So the question is, are they much better with O'Reilly? I think they're a little better. He might win a key faceoff or two. But I think you're right about the goaltending. They're going to have to depend on Samsonov to make those big saves. Yeah, absolutely. But I think when you look at when you look at Toronto, this is a this is a this is a key for them. You know, they haven't got out of the first round since 2003, which is amazing. They've got two, three, great, four great scorers up front, and you've got a solid deep. You've got a very very good hockey team. But you're running up into the benchmark of great teams for the last six years, five years in the National Hockey League in the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's going to certainly be an interesting drama that unfolds in the Eastern Conference. Meanwhile, the drama tonight at SAP Center, the Sharks and the Buffalo Sabres. San Jose, since playing Buffalo, has gone 9-12-7, while the Sabres have gone 16-9-3 since they beat the Sharks back in December in Buffalo. Should be a very interesting matchup. I think if you come to the game, you'll definitely see some of the up-and-coming players in the game on the Buffalo Sabres side. And from the Sharks side, you see them look to recover from a disappointment in Vegas, but also another challenge to try to go 500 against uh, the Atlantic Division at home. We'll be on the air at 7 o'clock on this great night, Mike Greer bobblehead night on the Sharks Audio Network. That's it for the Morning Skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.